You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hey guys, do you like heavy metal? Do you like video games, comic books, movies, theme parks, or even cool TV shows? We've got the place for you. Metal Geeks. Time to rock out with your geek out. Here are your hosts, Carrie the Metal Geek, Dave, and George. Geek it out, fellas. Welcome, my friends, to episode number 214 of the Metal Geeks podcast. I am one of your hosts. I am Carrie the Metal Geek, along with... Brutal Dave. Hello. Brutal Dave. What's up, man? How are you? I'm okay. Good. Okay is better than not okay. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And we have... Who else? Uh, Uh, I hear hear a voice. George, not so brutal, Tripsis. Uh, don't sell yourself short, man. <laughs> you got some brutalness in you. you brutal, it out. Yeah, but it's not as, as brutal as Dave, so no. that's why it's not so. That's, I'm, that's I'm going to just keep fishing till I find a nickname that actually works. <laughs> well, I think Dave got I mean, his nickname more not for being brutal about music, but brutal about his coffee yes, choice. That, that is how it was. It started out with like his death death. Dark Death Coffee. That's or right. Like what? Black was or that black. where? Was, oh, I forgot that's where it started. Yep. God, that, that, you were more that was like all of us. years ago. How long have we been doing this podcast together now? A long like, what, time. Like eight years, nine yep. years now? Something like Probably that. something like that. Yeah. Feels good. <laughs> I just realized uh, I've been uh, podcasting since 2005, so 17 years. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy, wait till, right? Wait till we get to the big two zero, then we'll have a big party. We should. Your podcast, we'll hang out with my podcast and everyone else's podcast. We'll just have a big podcast party. Podcast us on. There you go. Cool. So, what do you guys been up to? Everybody, everybody, good. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, just keeping busy. Not a lot going on, unfortunately. Yeah. Except, except for like the world ending. But besides that, everything's going great. Oh yeah. Jesus Christ. We're not going to get into that, but uh, we can talk about that offline. But I have, uh, on that end, I have been jamming some really cool Ukrainian metal um, that I'm going to put, I'm piecing some of that stuff together for a cool MSRcast episode. Um, There's a lot of bands I never realized, you know, that band 1914, who are freaking amazing, are from the Ukraine. Um, uh, The band Ginger, J-I-N-J-E-R. Are they any good? Um, yes and no. They're okay. They're better than I thought they were going to be. Uh, truthfully, just they're, based on the promotional material mm-hmm. and social media stuff I see about them, I don't have high expectations. Yeah, so. I didn't either. Uh, I, she she actually has some really killer uh, desk growls. Her okay. her vocals are pretty good. Um. The music's okay. I mean, some of it's actually pretty heavy too, which really surprised me how how popular they are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know much about them. So, if you guys out there know about them and are screaming at whatever you're listening to right now, <laughs> you guys have to check out this band. Let us know what we should be listening to because we don't know. And uh, you know, go Ukrainians. Yeah, yeah, they're you know preaching on, preaching on. That's right. Uh, that so, I've been doing that. Um, do you want to? What you guys been playing any games? I have a couple I want to talk about. 
Uh, I have been... So, I am excited to see this movie. So, well, excited is a strong word. I don't have high hopes for this movie, but I wanted to... Re- they've been making me wanted to replay the games, so I've been replaying Uncharted. Oh, yeah? Yeah, from the beginning. Awesome. That's a great idea. Uh, I got the Uncharted 4, the whatever they... The, they they did like the remaster version of four and then like the uh the one with the two girls yeah the lost legacy yeah lost legacy thank you which that game was great yeah it was awesome um, it's just more uncharted without nathan drake so yep. uh so i've been playing a little bit of those the remastered versions which look really good i mean i really loved uncharted two three and four so i'm i'm just kind of making my way through uh you know uncharted one's a good game but it's not great it was good for when it came out until right. they, they put out the sequels. You're like, oh, that game wasn't as good. Yeah, it's like a sack but of potatoes have, compared to you, this you game. You sort of have to start somewhere, you know what I mean? Absolutely. The story is great, and yeah. it's a lot of fun, and the characters make it worth playing. That's my favorite. Yeah, I, I love narrative-driven games. That's yeah. my whole thing right there. I just completed, uh, I don't know if we've talked about it, the, the Guardians of the Galaxy game a few weeks ago. I still, haven't, I still haven't finished that because I keep getting sidetracked. Yep. Like I replayed Spider-Man because No Way Home came out. Mm. So now I played both of those through and now I'm playing Uncharted. It's like I want to watch the movies that I saw in theaters all over again. Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. Awesome. Well, cool. Uh you Dave, have you been playing any games? Uh not really. Just phone games when I have a minute here and there. Yeah. Um I haven't been playing anything seriously. Have you been have you been playing your guitar? I have been, actually. There you go. What have you been playing? Um mostly that one right there, the one that's uh on He's that playing wall. stairway. The old man uh, guitar, is that what you're pointing at? The old man guitar, yeah. That's my that's my <laughs> he's, been, uh, he's been hanging out in guitar center just playing stairway to heaven all day. <laughs> no. Um <laughs> No, that's uh, what I was, since no one can see what I'm pointing at, it's my uh, nylon string classical guitar. I've been playing that a lot recently. Um, it's getting into flamenco. Kind of, I'm sort of writing some stuff, I guess. Yeah. Musical? So, uh, yeah, we'll see if I ever, like, you know. <laughs> what else, would, what it else be, would it be? I don't know. I could ask. It could be not musical. It could just be writing to write. Isn't that opinion? That's an opinion if it's musical or not, right? <laughs> I guess. So are you writing, like, lyrics or are you just, like, writing cheap music? Just music. Oh, okay, like, cool. I'm, I'm work- I, yeah, I've got some stuff. I, I'll, I'll for, see if I actually make it. It's for the Metal Geek Band. <laughs> most of the time when I most of the time when I play um, wh- whichever uh, I mean I've got like five guitars in this room uh, alone um, usually when I'm playing I'm mostly just kind of improving and I just kind of I go into a musical space in my head and I just kind of jam for a while um, that's usually most of what my guitar playing is well if you ever want um, someone to come and play just power chords I'm your guy okay. <laughs> we can do that <laughs> I'll bring my electronic drum set. Um, I actually, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I have actually have been playing guitar quite a bit recently. I've uh, been listening to more audiobooks. Still, we're still doing that thing. What are you listening uh, to now? We are. We just started um, St- a recent Stephen King book called Joyland. We just started oh. that one last night. I, that's his like detective novel one, right? No, and I I think I know what you're thinking of. You're um, thinking of the uh, 
Mr. Mercedes series, I think. Uh, isn't this from the, God, the little the dime crime novels? I forgot what they're called. Like pulp, case, like pulp fiction. Yeah, it's supposed to be like a pulpy crime set of novels. At least that's what I thought. Publishing, but I could be wrong. Maybe, maybe. But maybe is, it, is it any good? Uh, so far, we're, like I said, we just started it. It's. Uh, well, I heard I didn't know anything about it going in. I just heard the title and was like, "Okay, haunted theme park." And yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> it's a haunted theme park. Great. <laughs> yeah, it's a haunted again? amusement park, Joyland. Okay, I see. I remember the cover for that. Yeah. Yeah, it's about this uh, this uh, young, like fresh out of high school college student, um, gets a summer job at a amusement park, and uh, there's a ghost there. Oh. I don't is it, don't really I don't really know much about what's going on yet. We're still kind of you know. Is it like Christine, but a roller coaster? That'd be cool. No. <laughs> there, there's an actual ghost in the haunted house. Uh huh. So I love Christine. Christine's a great movie. Yeah, it is. So that book wait, was wait till they remake way it. better than I thought it was going to be. Have you ever I, seen the movie? I've never seen the movie. Oh but man, we movie. should we should watch the movie together. We can do commentary. Okay. All right. I haven't seen it in a long time. We, could so, do, we yeah. can do like a group watch thing. It's okay. That yeah, be that'd fun. be cool. I'd be down. I've we been, did. Uh, uh, we just finished before we started this one. We just finished Clockwork Orange, um, which is mostly like the movie is m- very accurate to the book, except for a few things. Uh, some of them pretty disturbing, actually. Like, they're called uh, the, 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 the the movie's Drubies, pretty right? disturbing. They, so. The book is even more so. What so, are the characters called? The Droobies or something like that. The dr- the Droogs. The Droogs. There you go. I saw um, them in the Space Jam movie. <laughs> I saw them in the in the background too. So like family y'all, friendly. So having seen the movie, you'll know what I'm talking about. So um, there's a couple of scenes in particular in the movie. Uh, one is very early in when uh, it's like the first night when they're out doing their chaos and they come up on the other gang and the gang has a, a woman that they're doing inappropriate things to and she runs away. Um, then also later um, in the movie when Alex goes to like the record store and picks up the two women and takes them back to his place, right? In the book, in each of those instances, those women are 10-year-old girls. Oh. So. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> yeah. Um, Who wrote this book? Um, shit, Burgess, Anthony Burgess. Um, um, and uh, Alex is a lot easier to hate in the book than, <laughs> than really he is when, when Malcolm McDowell is playing him in the movie. He's a lot easier to hate in the book. He's fucking awful. Um, there's actually an extra chapter, though, that was not in the movie um, where Alex sort of grows up and I don't know what the ending of that was really supposed to mean. Like, I don't know if it was supposed to be hopeful. Um, I think that was maybe what the author was intending, but it doesn't come off that way to me. It comes off as, Oh, Alex is just getting ready to uh, pass his own issues and trauma onto somebody else. Cool. So (laughs) generational trauma, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, we've been doing like dystopian books. We did 1984 and Animal Farm and oh, classic else? stuff. Yeah, what else? We did um, we did some other ones too. I'm having trouble remembering, but 
my wife hadn't read 1984 before, and I hadn't read Animal Farm before, so we did both of those. I'm um, listening to the um, audiobook of Dave Grohl, Storyteller. Yeah. Actually pretty good. Yeah. He's, he's a, a good storyteller. He's, he's he's good, I was going to say, he's a good storyteller. I, Speaking I, of which, I saw a story that he told I know, I want to talk about that. I've, I've come to the realization that I really love Dave Grohl, but not his band so much. <laughs> I like him as a person. I like his everything about him, but I don't really like all their music. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not. I don't think I love Foo Fighters music as. There's a couple albums I thought like were. That were like, you know, pinpoint moments for me. They they came at the right time and they they, they were mean, the right the right kind of songs for the right kind of moment for me. Yeah. I mean, the color uh, and the shape is classic. That's see, for me, it was the the one with the heart on it. I forgot the name of the album right now. I honestly just created a playlist on Spotify We're not, uh, of their entire discography, which I don't think I've ever heard all the Yeah, they've got a lot of material I've never actually listened yeah. to before. Yeah, and then there's this other one called like Sound City, which I thought was pretty mm-hmm. good, too. Another documentary, too. Yeah, well, it, it, they we went to different cities and they recorded a new song in every city, so yes. they just two two things at once. Yep. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not like the hugest Foo Fighter fans. I have seen them live a couple of times. Um, no, I don't think I ever have. I haven't yeah. either, and that's a band that I would definitely want to see live. Yeah, me too. But Dave Grohl can really put on a show. Mm-hmm. And uh, I also think Dave Grohl is just a cool dude and just yeah. really like just a genuinely nice. Well, at least he comes off as a genuinely nice person. Yeah, exactly. I've never I've never heard much that would imply otherwise. He always right. seems to come off as a uh, uh, good guy, Dave Grohl. He was on Hot Ones last week, um, and he made the host uh, Sean every every couple of wings eat a, a, a drink a shot a black tooth grin. You know what that is right? Lemmy's. I mean, I'm sorry, Dimebag's favorite shot. Uh, I did not know that. So it's basically a shot of Crown. Or two shots of Crown with a splash of Coke. Okay, so it's yeah. mostly mo- mostly mostly Crown. Yeah, mostly Crown. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, they're good. They are really good. That's <laughs> cool. If you have, if you like him, uh, he he was able to handle the hotness. Man, I tell you, uh, last weekend we had some people over, and I I had one of those one chip challenge chips, and I split it with somebody. That thing fucked me up for the whole night. Like what? you had to go to the bathroom? Uh not to get too graphic, but I lost some weight that night. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> Just well, did not did not agree with your body. Well, I, I think a lot of it had a, this is this is getting very TMI, so but that it was expired. We we found we came to find out. We knew it was expired when we ate it. And we only ate half each. Um man. We had, we're like, we need something. We need ice cream. So I just ate a bunch of ice cream afterward. Oh, that just was, add, adds to the problem. It's going to make it worse. Yeah. <laughs> it just made it so much worse. It was crazy. It was a, it was a fun night. That's all I got to say. I mean, your, your definition of fun and my definition of fun are definitely different. <laughs> it, I'm being very sarcastic. It was weird because it started with like this sharp pain. I was like, all right, this is not good. I almost felt like I needed it ended I with relief. Oh man, <laughs> crazy! Yeah, uh, I like Dave Grohl a lot. Uh, speaking of, I really want to see Studio Six Six Six. I know you've seen it, Dave. Let's Dave, talk about yep. it. Dave seen it. Seen it. Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, so you want me to talk about it a little bit without? Yeah, man, give it, give it. Getting too much into it. I mean, so the the trailer spoils a lot of it. So the trailer tells you everything you need to know about this movie, basically. Yeah, um, that's what I figured. Uh, they play uh, themselves, under- right? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, the uh, as far as I understand, uh, I haven't looked into this too much myself, but my understanding is that um, this was like a, a COVID lockdown project yep. that they did. Like it yeah. was just this like wacky thing to do while they can't do anything else. Um, and so like the almost the entire movie takes place at this one house. There's a there's a little bit at the beginning that doesn't. But um, but yeah, the premise is that Foo Fighters are getting ready to record their tenth album, and they want to do something really special with it that they haven't done before. They want some, they want to go to some cool place and record that doesn't sound like a normal recording studio or whatever. And so their uh, manager or who whoever the fuck he's supposed to be uh, at the record label um, tells them, "Oh, well, I have this place for you, and it's this house that." Um, has been used as a recording studio in the past. It's this like really was once a really nice house in Encino. Um, and another band in the 90s had used it as a recording studio and something horrible happens and they're all dead now. Um, which they don't tell the band that until they're already there. Um, but they go and they check the house out and they like it. They think it sounds like the house itself has some cool acoustic effect that Dave Grohl really likes. And so they set up and they're going to be recording there. And um, yeah, the house is haunted and has demons and shit because of some occult shit that the previous band had been up to while they were there. What I understand and what it looks like, it looks like it's very heavenly inspired by like Evil Dead and uh, yes. meets yeah. like, I don't know, any any occult thing you can put in there with like heavy metal mu- music. So it's very, very campy horror style, you know, it's uh, Evil Dead Association, I think is good because like they're I mean, they do play it as a horror movie more than they play it as a comedy, but it it is funny mm-hmm. though. Like it's obviously like it's goofy all the way through. Um, well, the trailer it, shows some pretty gory deaths. I, yes. I, I hope it's gorier than what the trailer. It, shows. The deaths are pretty gory all the way through. Nice. Like it, nice. the, the opening scene of the movie, I was like, Holy fuck, this is going to be <laughs> gruesome. Um, and, uh, so the, the deaths are simultaneously really gruesome and funny so uh, so that yeah. is a good evil dead connection then yeah right uh and the the special effects like the the gore effects and that kind of special effects are really good in it um it looks like it's a lot of a lot of practical effects that are then like touched up digitally mm. at least that's how i saw it and i think that's the best way to go um i, I, I think that digital's place in those kinds of effects is as giving you that little bit extra on top. Yep. Sure, I, yeah. you, you need, you need something real ish there to really uh, make it feel real. But yeah, the, the, the deaths are ridiculous and um, it, it's a, it's a fun movie. So the way that I thought of it after it was over is this is not a good movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no one, no one is going to like consider this a piece of cinematic history or anything of that sort. Um, However, 
if you are a fan of rock music and heavy metal music and a fan of horror movies in general, uh, this is this movie is made for you, and that's it. Like this is <laughs> like like we we are the target audience for this movie. So um, I don't know if you guys ever seen this movie. I know you and uh, you've seen this, Dave, because we saw it in theaters together. Uh, which was Deathgasm. Did you guys oh, yeah. oh, you yeah. remember that? Yeah. So that's what this movie vibes kind of gives me, but just not as like, probably not as like uh Norwegian ra- rated R, I guess. I don't know. Well, oh, no, it, it's, it's pretty rated R. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, as far as like the violence and all that stuff goes um, right. and, and I mean language too, but, uh, but uh, it's got, I, I, Deathgasm is a pretty good comparison. Uh, but they're very different movies. The, the, the humor isn't exactly it's, they're not really the same. Sure. Um, uh, but well, you know what you're getting like, into with like, yeah. Foo Fighters. Have you ever seen a Foo Fighter video? They, yep. they played sticky. So yes. And so they, yeah. And that, that's kind of consistent all the way through. Pat smear is fucking weird, dude. I was about to say, who's the worst actor out of them all? Is it Pat um, that, that's, I don't know. <laughs> I can't decide if he's the worst or if he's just the strangest. Is he the one with gray hair? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was but, in uh, Nirvana with him back in the day for a while, too. He did the, uh, he was on the Unplugged show for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he performed with them at that. Um, when I saw them live, he was with them. Okay. Cool. Mm, look at you, fancy pants. Mm, I'm just old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So if you um, if if you are like us a fan of rock and heavy metal music and of horror movies and like having a good goofy time mm-hmm. uh, with your buds because it's also like a buddy hangout movie because it, it's just them living in this house and shit happens it's got all those vibes to it um, if, I like all those things yeah and so uh, it, it's fun it's it's not good but it's fun all the way through is it worth seeing in the theater. I think so. Okay. Um, uh, cool. I, it, it's something you could totally wait for, but I, I, I had fun. You know, something I did totally wait for, and I um, was very disappointed. Was the it Kingsman. a Foo Fighters album? Oh. No, the Kingsman movie. Oh, it was oh, yeah. okay. I saw it on TV. I thought, yeah, right. rented it like two weekends ago. My God. All right. Why? It was so, for free on HBO. Well, maybe it was. I yeah, it was an HBO. That's where I did see it. Yeah, forgot. Um, yeah, so there was just something weird about that movie. There was some cool element, but it didn't have the same style as the other two movies. I think what it is is like I like Matthew Vaughn as a director quite Me a bit. Too. I think he's a fantastic action director, and he understands how to craft a good story while giving you great action. Uh, that being said, the the King's Man is tonally weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some weird tonal shifts, like, like the world, the whole World War One scene. I was like, "Where? What? Okay." Well, I, I was re- I was really into it. I was into it being a World War One drama, but at some point in the movie, it kind of turns into like a, a goofy action movie, like Kingsman Two did. Uh, so that was my problem with it. But like for the most part, I genuinely. I genuinely like uh, Matthew Vaughn and I like his direction. I still think Kingsman is the best one mm-hmm. uh, out of the, the out of the three. It was just the first one. Uh, but anyway, I mean, it was fun. There's some really cool scenes in it, and it, like, it also felt way too long, in my opinion. Sure. 
Well, like, he, it, I think he, didn't get, this, he really wanted to tell a World War One story. Yeah, he did. And it didn't get to like the Kingsman part until like the very end. Right. Like, oh, okay. There's like, some, some really good surprises in there too. Like there's some things I didn't see coming. Yeah. The, uh, the, the Russian bad guy, Rasputin, uh, Rasputin. I, I, the whole time I was watching him on, on, on the movie, I'm like, I just thought about that typo negative album. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but it, like Rasputin does some really weird shit that goes, eh, what kind of movie are we showing here? Yeah. Uh, but then they have a really cool fight. I mean, scene Rasputin while... Did Rasputin did do some really weird shit. So. I, I probably don't doubt that. I don't know. Uh, enough. I don't know enough you, about Rasputin. To... Have you heard the uh, the the uh, pro- the fable about his death? No. He's a, he was apparently notoriously hard to kill. Um, it it took the guys who killed him. It took them multiple tries, um, like in a go. <laughs> Like they, the story is that they they I, I don't remember all of the details, but it was like all supposedly kind of in one night or over a course of a couple of days. They took several attempts on his life, and the fucker wouldn't fucking die. Um, <laughs> he was also yeah. apparently extremely well endowed, which is why he was so well received by the ladies of the aristocracy. And supposedly, right. supposedly, proof of that is preserved in a jar somewhere. <laughs> It's probably on Putin's desk somewhere. It might be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I really, I was really looking forward to it in, in in that aspect. It didn't, I guess I hyped it up too much. Maybe. I didn't know yeah. what to expect because, man, I remember seeing that trailer like three years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, exactly. it, it took a really long time for it to come out. I kind of just forgot about it. And then mm-hmm. when it came out and they dropped on HBO, I was like, oh, shit. I forgot about this movie. It came out in the theaters like in December, like Christmas Day or something. Yeah. But only was in the theater for like a month, you know? Well, COVID was like in its peak during that time yep. too, so. Um, so before we get into, I have a couple things I want to talk about. Uh, I've been playing a couple games. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West. That game is phenomenal. If did you like the first one? I did. I never yeah. completed it because it was such a long game, but I might. This one, isn't this one just as long? Uh, probably so, yeah. Uh, so my a- wife played the first one, and she played the first one and really, really liked it. I haven't played it, mm-hmm. um, but we have a, a copy of the new one. It's not been opened yet, but it's, oh, cool. it's here. PS4, so, PS5. Did you get five yet? PS4. Yeah, PS4. I don't. I don't. I, I'm I'm behind the times. They say it looks just as good on a PS4. They say it looks really good. So I really like the last game. However, I found it to be very repetitive very quickly. Well, when you're looking at that many hours of gameplay, it's going to get repetitive. Yeah, I just like I felt like the the missions felt a lot of the same. Mm. But that, that's just me. Like as far as like a narrative story, I didn't in, feel like uh, in this game it drops you right at the end of the last game. So if you don't know what happened, or if you never really, if you didn't beat it, it's sort of it's like oh, it's like here you go. Spoiler alert! <laughs> a little bit. I was like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. But did they give you a recap at the beginning of the um, game? Like, hey, here's all. There the was a recap. Missed. Yeah, they said previously on Horizon. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I I'm really looking forward to to play more of that. But the game that has been everybody talking about, and I knew I probably wasn't going to like it as much as other people. Uh, Uncharted Four. No, I've oh. never been a huge uh, From Software fanboy. They've oh, always been software? really difficult from software. 
They did um, uh, all the Dark Souls game, Bloodborne, all those difficult games. Uh, Elden uh, Ring came out. Elder Ring. Elden Ring. Elden Ring? I like thought it was Elden Elder Ring. Uh, no, it's Elden. Uh, co-written by George R. R. Martin, actually. Oh, I didn't realize that these games had stories to it. The, I haven't found a story in it yet, but... Um, well, my understanding, like, I, I've been told that the way that from software likes to handle their stories and their games is um in a ambient way yeah you have like you have to go looking for it mm-hmm. like you you can just play the games uh but if you like there's tons of lore and story and stuff if you go looking there's for a it. whole bunch of it and that's where that might be where my disconnect is because i like more narrative driven go here do this and it, and i it's it okay so it's like dark souls meets like breath of the wild and I wasn't a big fan of Breath of the Wild. I didn't like the way the oh, worldness of it. I liked Breath of the Wild. I know, uh, but I'm going to give it some more shots. I, I played for a couple hours and I didn't get very far, so I watched a couple of videos. Like, here's the the top ten things you have to do when you play the game to begin. I'm like, okay, I didn't do that or that. So yeah, so maybe that's part of it too, you know. And that's what the the Zelda game was like. If you didn't know what you were doing, you were just wandering lost for a while. I, I did that quite a bit. Yeah, I yeah. put a lot of hours of walking in the wrong direction. And I, and I don't mind open open world games. <clears throat> I just like some kind of some kind of direction or something. You know what I mean? I'm gonna I'm gonna remind you that the first mm-hmm. Legend of Zelda game didn't tell you shit. No, I know I agree. <laughs> you spent a lot of time wandering oh, around aimlessly in that game too. You definitely did <laughs> you, until you memorized it all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, you're not very excited about Elden Ring. I mean, it looks amazing. Uh, I'm going to give it some more shots. I mean, it 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 is it's very difficult. I'll tell you that much. Um, you die a lot in that game, uh, just by fucking like like butterflies and like dragonflies and shit. The dragonfly killed me. I'm like, what the hell? It sounds pretty brutal. <laughs> it is. Um, it, I mean, I definitely will give it some more, but it's not. I don't know if it's the game made for me. Mm. And I, I got, I jumped onto the hype wagon. I'm like, Oh, it's getting like perfect scores. And it's like a 10 out of 10. And I'm like, I got to play this shit. And I started playing it. I'm like, yeah, I don't know if this is for me. <laughs> That's okay. That's is okay. But some games are not for everybody. Exactly. At least I got it on sale. I didn't spend full price on it. Walmart. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> At least I can feel good about that a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. <laughs> um, I do want to talk about uh, a couple of movies, but I want to talk about the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser that is opening this week. Hey, uh, I've got I got one more thing I did recently. Oh, I went, to, did a, I went to a concert on Friday. Oh, that's right. You did. You went yeah, to, you uh, to Ghost, a right? band called Ghost. Yep. And, How was it? And uh, uh, voice. Uh, Volbeat. I wish it was Voivod. I would have been there. I almost said <laughs> yeah, it was Volbeat and uh, Twin Temple, and who unfortunately we missed their set. Oh, you did. We were we got over on that side of town in plenty of time because uh, the plan was to get over there and get something to eat and then yeah. go to the show. And dinner took forever. Where did you go? BJ's Brewery. Oh, um, yeah. And it, it took forever. So by the time we got to the venue. Uh, they were already in the middle of their set and 
everyone wanted to go and like do the merch thing first. By the time we were going to our seats, they were already mm. done. So like I could hear like because they pipe the music through into oh, the yeah. lobby and stuff. So I could hear a little bit of it, but uh, we didn't really get to see them. But you made um, it in time for Volbeat. I did, which I was not excited about at all. Um, but I have to say they put on a really good performance. Mm-hmm. Um, I can imagine. I, uh, I I don't love their studio release material. Like mm-hmm. I've, I've tried to give it a try a few times and there's, I think it's something about the way that they produce it. I think they lean, uh, they, I think they over uh, emphasize the guy's vocals and yeah. in the, in their mix. And he's not a bad singer, it's, but he has kind of an unusual quality to his voice that it feels a little bit much in the way that they mix their albums. Yeah, um, he tries to be too uh, too misfitsy. Too it's like misfits versus uh, like Johnny Cash or something. Sort of. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to kind of nail down what their vibe is because uh, I've seen them before. I saw them open for Megadeth some years back, and I mm-hmm. I didn't really enjoy them then. I liked them a lot more this time. They put on a really good show. Yeah, they, uh, I, we kind of decided it was sort of a like uh, rockabilly thrash yeah. punk thing. I just don't like the dude's voice very much. So that's probably that's what keeps live, that's what keeps me away from the band the most. Live, I'm the kind of the same way. Mm-hmm. Live, it works. He sounds he sounds good, and it 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 suits the live setting. That- that's a band I can take in like one song here and there, mm-hmm. but more than that, and just like I'm, I'm over. It. And it's, it's weird because like their main one of the new songwriters and guitar players is Rob Caggiano, who was in Anthrax yeah. for so many years. Mm-hmm. I should love him more, but I just, I don't know, something about him. You know, you know, what was funny though is, uh, so it, y'all have been to the Smart Financial Center. Yep. You know how they, know. uh, well, okay, so they have, um. Uh, normal kind of auditorium style. Um, and then on either side of the stage up on the walls, there's two big screens so that they'll, 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 they'll have camera people filming the mm-hmm. show and they'll project it up on the screens. So we were up on one of the balcony levels, um, but I was watching the screens. Uh, the front man from uh, Volby had a battle vest on and like everything on his battle vest, it was like, uh, like dismember and um, uh, entombed, and it was all this like heavy, heavy death metal stuff, right? And it's like it was really incongruous with what they actually <laughs> perform. And like the drummer was wearing a jungle rot t shirt, nice. and like it's like, like clearly, like I clearly, you guys have these heavy, heavy influences that don't factor into this at all, right? Um, and it was cool. Like I said, they put on a really good show. Um, Ghost always puts on a good show. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like so. This is like my fifth time, I think, to see Ghost. Oh wow! Um, it was either fourth or fifth. I can't remember. I've only seen him once, and that was opening up for Iron Maiden. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a bunch of people there who were probably at that show because they were wearing the tour shirts from that show. <laughs> um, Ghost always puts on a good show. Um, if you even kind of like Ghost and haven't seen them live, you have not gotten the full experience. Like they're a band that you really have to see live to yep. completely appreciate what they're about. Um, they put on a really, really good live show. 
And I agree this time was no sure. exception. I sort of went to a concert too, in a way. Yeah. I went to a spoken word event. Oh yeah, that's right. How was uh, that? I forgot. Ruth I forgot Dickinson. That happened. Yeah, it was last Wednesday. It was phenomenal. We were like sixth row back from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was. He's 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 actually really funny. He's a great storyteller. Um, yeah. What did he talk about? What is a spoken word tour with Bruce Dickinson like? Have you is ever that... listened to his audiobook? No. It's very much like that. You can actually get it. Uh, I just re-downloaded it from Libby, so it's through the library service. If uh, he talks oh, okay. a lot about his his you know his growing up, he talks about uh, being a pilot. He talks about the band. He does a fucking amazing impersonation of Nico McBrain. I heard that. Um, he really does. Uh, yeah, Maurice was there too. He was so much fun. Uh, he sang one song at the very end, then walked off stage. Like a couple lines from one song, because uh, he did a little Q and A thing afterward. Because like when you got there, you could um, write down on a postcard if you had a question. He was re- he would answer the questions at the end. Um, it was a lot of fun though. He's short, man. I never realized he was that short. He's like five six. But yeah, it was a good show. It was a lot of fun. He's a uh, very captivating. You know, he's a he's a big personality. That's for sure. Yes, he really is. And unfortunately, the Iron Maiden tour is not coming to Houston soon. Yeah, they're going to Austin, though, right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, did you? Uh, they announced um, Danzig is doing a tour, doing going to do Lucifuge with uh, Cradle of Filth and Crobot opening up. Not Probot, Crobot. Okay, I was going to ask for clarification on that. Yeah, Crobot's actually an interesting rock band. Uh, the vocalist. Uh, is on the new Star One album. Uh, if you ever seen the video for the song, um, the one about Bill and Ted, he's the main vocalist on that song. Have you seen that video? He's the guy. He's really hit some high notes. But man, that Star One album, as as we get into it, I love it. It. I didn't think I was going to love it as much because there's a different vocalist on each track. But man, there's some really cool cool songs on there. Dan Swano doing a song about Groundhog's Day. I mean, <laughs> in the hell were you ever going to expect that? It's great. Um, I got the vinyl and like the um, the the deluxe version that he does. Didn't get him signed though because there was a whole debacle there when I tried to order it from his website. The first couple of days, like the shipping rate was like ridiculously ridiculous, out of price. Um. We might go to a concert this weekend, actually. We might go to the Omnium Gatherum, Allegiant, uh, Black Crown Initiate concert. Yeah. We're I didn't know that was this weekend. Yep, it's a Saturday at a place called Satellite Bar, which I've never been to, and I heard it's small, so I don't know. Yeah, I've heard it's small, too. I haven't been there. It's small like a satellite. Exactly. It's not as big as the other bar. It's a satellite bar. Right. I mean, I mean that's... Um, if I if I didn't have other plans, I'd love to be at that show this weekend. You uh, you're starting up for the Sherwood soon, right? I am. Yeah, I am starting up. So I think um, you had this opinion talking of Omnium Gatherum. I uh, I finally got around to listening to their album from last mm-hmm. year, and I don't hate it as much I don't hate as it either. Everyone else seemed to hate it. I don't. It's not their best work, but I don't no. think it's bad. Yeah, so. it's definitely not their best work, but it's not 
the shit show a lot of people have made it out to be. Yeah, I think so. Anyway. I don't know. Um, speaking of, we're trying to figure out what we're doing to do for spring break, and that that's a great idea. We might have to come to Sherwood. That'd be fun. Cool. Because uh, like, that's Saturday night, like the 19th or something in Austin, uh, Leprous is playing. I'm like, that would oh, be yeah? headlining, yeah. Fuck, who are they playing with? Uh, the Ocean. If they if they promise not yeah. to play anything from that album, uh, the new album <laughs> from like two years ago, oh, God, <laughs> that album sucked. <laughs> but I, I Melina. No, that album's great. I love yeah. that album. Um, that album and everything before it are are, are really good. Um, I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what the fuck that one that came out after Molina was. Um, it's bad though. Um, so if they promise not to play anything off of that, I'd, You're down. <laughs> I'd love to see them. <laughs> yeah, because we were looking at maybe uh, we didn't know what we were gonna do. We don't have a lot of free time, but we might come for a couple of days somewhere. So we're mm. thinking about maybe Austin for a couple of days because there's always cool things to do there. You know, maybe hit Sherwood on the way back. I don't know. Yep. Uh. I wanted to talk about the the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser before we move on. It's um, I've been watching a lot of vloggers and in actually, they did like a media event for vloggers and they, they were able to spend like four hours there and they covered a lot of the storyline and all that kind of stuff. And I didn't care. I didn't care about spoiling it because like I'm never probably gonna never gonna go on this thing. <laughs> and, uh, uh, don't don't give up hope, Gary. There will be someday. Um, they'll have gonna have they'll have not day be six grand anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They'll have a coupon day. Yeah, can I? It's gonna be on Groupon one day. Um, so it's a Jurassic the, Park reference, if you have, if you didn't. One of the, yeah, one of the vloggers I've been watching is they're, they're called Ordinary Adventures. Uh, oh, that guy. So, yeah, that guy. I know you don't like him, but whatever. It's not that I don't like him. I just don't particularly like his show. Um. Okay, but uh, they they were actually they actually spent a couple days there. Like they did the full thing. So I've been watching their vlogs, and yeah, I don't know. Um, a lot of it, the interactivity—it's it, sort of cool. It just feels like a big play going on. Um, it doesn't feel as interactive as I would want it to be. A lot of the interactivity is on your phone, the data pad, and that's been the big complaint. So, what about like the lightsaber training, and then like the uh... training looks. Okay, it looks cool, but that lightsaber. Okay, so the lightsaber that that very special, cool lightsaber that Ray has. Yeah. Okay, the, all the video that I've seen of it, she like she lights it. It looks really cool, and then she does like this move where they sure that like goes on the ground, and you can see her switch to a different lightsaber to fight. I'm well, like, they're they're not going to ruin the fancy lightsaber. I know. Yeah. So but they need to. Figure something better out. Smoke and mirror it, and do something. <laughs> uh, also, isn't there supposed to be like a storyline if you uh, you have to like go and smuggle stuff to Black Spire and all so that stuff? Your excursion one day is to Batu to Black Spire Outpost, and if you go on the, the Smuggler's Run ride attraction, and you get coaxium. That's part of the storyline of the of the attraction or uh, staying there. Depends on how much coaxing you get. Mm. I was like, okay. 
So they're basically taking elements. So not you're saying it's not very interactive, but no, the 12 year old version of you, if you went there and you were 12 years old, okay, yeah, you would say, oh my god, this is probably like, and you were all about Star Wars at 12 years old. I'm all well, about you probably, you, well now, but you're I mean, hell. I just got a, a the book. childlike wonder is no longer there. Let's let's just be honest. You know, you, you you're probably right. Um, would I have a good time? Yeah, I probably would. Yeah. I, I I just don't think the 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 amount of money you have to pay, the monetary value, is not there. Mm. See, opinion. a twelve year old wouldn't have to worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Bob Bob paycheck at work there. Bob paycheck. <laughs> That's right. I love that. <laughs> I mean, it's five grand for like a two night stay or something like that. For like, a I heard it. I heard it was six. I thought it, I heard maybe. It was six. You know how long of a cruise you can go on for five grand? I, I don't. Mean, I have no idea. And you, know, you know how many bills I could pay off with five exactly. grand? <laughs> you know how many TVs you could buy? I mean, I don't know. I mean, we're going on a cruise next month for our anniversary, and with forty five dollars a person, they wow. they that's not six thousand dollars. But it's not Star Wars themed. In my mind, it will be. There you go. <laughs> as long as you promise to behave, as long as you promise to behave like that the entire time you're there, I'm, I'm address gonna... all address all waiters and staff and fellow passengers as if you were living a Star Wars experience. Yeah, what do they say? Bright, like, bright suns, everyone. This dude's high off his rocker on this cruise ship. Something to think. <laughs> it's not even a Disney cruise, so it would be even more awkward. There you go. That's, that's probably why it would be like I don't know what you're talking about. But if you if you're out there and you have any interest in seeing uh, anything about these about the, the Star Cruiser, check it out. Uh, we watched the Tim Tracker and um, Ordinary Ventures. Ordinary Ventures. Yeah, they all were. The, they're all there hanging out. Um, can good- Can you just visit? No. Without staying at the hotel. No, you cannot. You can't just walk through and go have dinner there? You cannot. Oh. Well, that's a bummer. Yeah. At least at other hotels, you can go visit. Why Why keep you out of this one? Because they, there's a whole storyline going on. and you. you know, I, I mean, I get it. I understand why you can't just go there. Um, but... But you're, like, I as a if you're not like registered, I don't have to partake in the storyline. I just want to look and see and no, you see, can't eat the super expensive cheap food that they have. Oh well, apparently the food is actually quite good. Apparently, it's 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 all like like chemistry themed food in a way. Yeah, weird stuff. Yeah, I don't know if I would enjoy it myself. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't eat that stuff. Sure. But yeah, you cannot get on without having a paid two night reservation. And and some of the bloggers, I mean, I think maybe the first the first actual ex- uh, show or I'm gonna call it a show, the first excursion or whatever is this week, but bloggers were already selling shit on eBay for like outrageous amount of money. Like that's really were. Why? They have to pay for the trip that they spent to go out there to go make the vlog. <laughs> a lot of them got in for free. like Especially the ones that were there for like four hours. They did that four-hour media preview. They were there for free. Mm. Yeah. All right. I'm going to get off my soapbox on that one. There you go. You tell those vloggers what's up, Gary. If it was cheaper, I would hate <laughs> on it, but... 
I don't know. It's just the value is not there. You know, the ROI is not there. It's understandable. Yeah. yeah. All right. I, that's kind of my, that's kind of my feeling on it. Too. That's why yeah. we just need a we need to plan a group trip and all sleep in the same bed. Because that's all that's all we can afford. If we all split it together, we can only afford the one bedroom suite. You're gonna have twelve people in the room. Um, there is a lot of beds in there. Actually, there's probably like four beds in that small little room. They, they I call pull. top bunk. I think there is actually bunk beds in there. Nice. I think okay. they, yeah, I think there are. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, I want to talk about a couple of other movies I've seen recently that's just going to lead us into our topic of the evening. I want to talk about uh, Uncharted and uh, Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City. All right. I saw one of those. One of these movies I enjoyed more than the other. Can you guess which one I enjoyed more than the other one? Man, I'm I'm really hoping it's Uncharted because Resident Evil is terrible. It was not. Oh my God, really? I liked Uncharted. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna get there. But I saw the Resident Evil movie. Yes, it was. There was a lot of cheese in it, but it was the cheese, best. Carrie, it was terrible. It was the best representation of the first two Resident Evil games they've ever put to film. It can't be worse than the previous run of Resident Evil movies. I don't it's know. Not, I, it's I, not I actually, possible. I actually like the first Resident Evil movie. I don't think it's all that bad. Yeah, but it's. It's completely different than the first two video games. Yeah, but the first, movie was so bad. I I don't know. I don't agree with you there. It was just so so bad. But anyway, tomato tomato, man. You know, don't let me yuck your <laughs> don't don't let me yuck your yum. Go ahead and talk about. Uh, uh, I've never heard that before, and that's the second time I've heard that in the last two days. I, I think I heard it from another podcast, and it's just kind of like stuck with me. So don't I, let me yuck your yum. Don't yeah. let me yuck your yum. Yeah, like if you, you find it, if you find it delicious, don't make me say it's gross. So right. you enjoy All right. as much as I find it disgusting. Okay, it's terrible. What did you find? So, uh, no, I don't even want to know. I mean, name one thing about it, and it was terrible. The acting uh, was terrible. The action was terrible. The movie was terrible. Special effects? Mostly terrible. Oh, mostly terrible. Yeah, there was a couple of thoughts. I was like, oh, that looked kind of gory, and then they ruined it by making it look like shit on a plate. Okay. <laughs> I, I've seen shit on a play. It did not look like. And that. also, Donald Logue was in that movie, which I was. Oh yeah, they wasted him in that movie. And I was like, why is he in this movie? <laughs> I mean, just so many weird things about that movie. I just thought, like, what the fuck is going on? But, but I also I, don't like the video games, so that's probably a lot that has to do with it. Maybe I, I thought it was cool because there was a lot of direct pull straight from the the first two games, Resident Evil One and Two. So. That's what I thought was really cool. Um, okay, like the just going into the the house and there's just definitely elements straight from the video games, which is super cool. All right, maybe that was just it. Looked, it just I, the trailer. I was like, this looks like a much more accurate representation yeah. of at least the first game. Maybe that's why I enjoyed it more than you because I really liked those first two games, uh-huh. and uh, it was the first two are really good. So you you played the games, right, Dave? Uh, I've played. Uh, some of the early ones. I haven't played much of the more recent stuff. Okay. But so I think I've played the first 
I think he played the first three. So this is the perfect time to bring up our, my, the topic that I thought would be great to talk about. Video games and video game movies and our our anticipations about them or our expectations of them. Okay, we. I, I want to start with Uncharted because we, we've already uh, established that myself and you, George, are huge fans of the genre of the game. Yes. Love Uncharted. It's one of my favorite game series of all time. Um, I really... Well, let it be clear, I have not seen the movie yet. Okay. I really enjoyed the movie, but my only thing I want to say is... It didn't. If you, they didn't force it down your throat. That was an Uncharted movie, like saying Uncharted. <laughs> I going with an Uncharted movie. That's my does big. It, does it like every every five minutes of the movie they go, "Hey, Nathan Drake." No. Are you looking for that treasure. <laughs> I mean, there were some really cool things in the movie. I mean, it, it was it's a good fun popcorn flick. Uh, I mean, have- the the trailer doesn't sell me on the movie. The trailer really looks really bad. A lot of the reviews I said it's like middle of the road mediocre action film. The I don't know the opening scene that they showed a lot in the trailers is the thing from the second game or the third game where he's hanging out of the airplane. Yeah, they uh, they give that a couple times in the movie. Um, I, I I think the movie was sort of cast wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah, Tom Holland doesn't really scream Nathan Drake, but I hear he he does he does a good job physically for the movie. He, he does, but everybody's age is about ten years too young for me. Because mm-hmm. the game in the video game, Drake Nathan Drake was probably like late thirties, forties, you know. Yeah, not late twenties. And but so, this is supposed to be like a prequel to the, all of that, right? Yeah, but. Whatever. Before Sully had the mustache. Yes. <laughs> Which also doesn't make sense because there's a prequel scene in the video games where Sully does very much have a mustache. Yep. And you know the backstory of Nathan Drake and his real name is not really Nathan Drake. Spoiler alert if anybody the after, the after The after credits do show him with a mustache. I'll tell you that much. Spoiler alert. Oh. I mean, does he look like uh, Tom Selicky? That was the big Sanos reveal, reveal in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was Mark Wahlberg with a mustache. And so I think that's the biggest problem. I know that I'm going to see this movie, and I know I'm going to probably be uh, disappointed. And I know a lot of that has to do with the baggage that I'm bringing into it. No, it because is. I have really high expectations because oh. I'm a really big fan, and I've been waiting for this movie since they announced it. Like what, twelve years ago? Fifteen years ago now? Yep. So. Oh. Lower your expectations, you'll have a good time. That's all I can say. Sure, but it's hard to do that, right? Especially when there's so many other movies of the similar genre that's done it better. Like all the Lara Croft movies? and. <laughs> well, I actually thought the reboot Lara Croft movie wasn't all that bad. It wasn't great, but it wasn't all that bad either. All right, so let's talk about the other uh, movies that you want to talk about here, that video game movies... Do we, can we just start off with Uwe Boll? Uwe Boll? Uwe. Uwe? Uwe. Well, I don't know what movies he's directed as far as video game adaptations. Oh, I, I have a, a, a list. Uh, it's not specifically Uwe Boll themed, but uh, it's got some on here. Uh, Postal, Alone in the Dark, Blood Rain, 
Oh, oh I saw Alone in the Dark. I remember that. I rented that from Blockbuster one time. It was terrible. It has Christian Slater in it, if I don't, if I remember correctly. Does it? I've never heard of that one. I don't, well, I mean, I've heard of the game, but I don't remember there being a movie. And I remember having a heavy metal soundtrack to it. So it kind of leads back to our earlier topic. Okay. Um, I'll let you know if I come across any others. But, but like, there was that new Mortal Kombat movie that came out like last year yeah okay so that was terrible and i think a lot of it has to do with like our expectations like we have these certain expectations to them to either a mimic what we've felt while we played the game or give us a one-to-one which they tried to do but then they fuck it up by trying to add a new plot for people who've never played the games See what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Or am I like just talking out of my butt here? I think that that is. Uh, so I never have high expectations for video game movies because they're almost universally bad. But eventually, something's got to give, right? Because we had a good video game movie with uh, that werewolf movie that came out recently. What was that called? The one based on Werewolves Within? Werewolves Within? Yeah, what was it called? Werewolf? I don't know. No, I forgot the name of the movie right now. It's called like Werewolf something. But I mean, that barely had anything to do with its game. But like... But that's what we were getting at. Is I think that's part of the problem. Is They, they pick up video games uh, and want to do movies out of them. But then they have to also make them appeal to an audience that may not yeah. know anything about the video game. Which then compromises... They don't care about it. Yeah. And so it, it, something bad almost always happens in that translation. So I guess what I'm getting at is do you think there's any hope for video game movies to get better or to get to where, like, at one point in time, you got to remember comic book movies were really shitty too. Yep. So, like, and now comic book movies is, like, the norm. Yeah. Like, you can't you, toss a rock you know without getting into a comic book movie. I haven't seen it yet, but... Um... Speaking of like you know all the all the all the streaming services, I think is what's going to change people's mind on it. Um, in the Halo series that's coming out soon. Yeah, that's right. That is coming out. The trailer looks yeah. pretty cool. The trailer looks good. It it's going to, I think, appease all all the fans of of the video game. Plus, it's going to bring in people that are not fans of the video game. And are you a fan of Halo series? I am a fan. I don't I don't understand all the lore and storyline. Sure. It's very confusing. But, <laughs> it can be. It's pretty pretty heady. Um, it is, but I think that's a good start because um, I think the streaming services are able to they're able to expand on really what they want to do and not have as much movie studio control over what they want the film to be. Mm. Um, they can be more true to the original IP in a way. You know what I mean? Sure. I think. Halo is really going to open the door for a lot of great video game adaptations on these streaming services, more series. I hope so, man, because you're, 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 you're tossing your, your, your bet on the Halo series there, huh? Well, I'm trying. <laughs> I mean, it looks fun. Um, oh, it looks cool. I mean, it's like what kind of expect when you think of Halo, what are, what are your expectations for it? Like, do you expect it to be all about Master Chief? Because that's what it is in the games. Well, yeah, but there's also uh, a galactic war raging on. 
right. I want to I want to know all about the Halo itself. I want to I want to see weird monsters making weird comments to you. As you what, what what about like that weird uh, first person thing that they try to recreate in Doom? Are you, no. you, you you want to see some of that? I remember the Doom game, the, uh, the movie. The, the movie wasn't bad. That was like Carl Urban and like The, the Rock, movie, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's not great. It, it, it was bad. Yeah, it's it it's bad. pretty it's this pretty is, bad. It, it's a prime example of what I was just talking about about a, a, a video game property that necessarily has to get compromised to uh, appeal to people who don't know about the video game and it's like it's fucking doom it's not that hard like it's not this isn't a complicated plot the premise isn't that difficult how did you still fuck this up (laughs) i mean essentially you just need to make aliens well demons but they is if i as i recall um they never even like refer to demons and hell in the movie no and it's like um that's a pretty key element of all of this. So, like, all of the monsters are just like genetic experiments gone wrong. What would be your ideal Doom movie, Dave? Um, shit, I don't know. Um, I I feel like that may be an example of something that just doesn't need to be one because like it doesn't translate. Of course not, because there's there's barely any story. Um, I mean, the newer games have more lore but it's not really a you're not really playing a story you're sure. playing a, a series of challenges uh and that's what the game is the game is high-paced combat and gore against monsters and demons and zombies and shit mm. and that's what doom is and what it's about i don't think like if you were going to do a movie out of it it would just be an hour and a half of that and i'd watch it <laughs> <laughs> A, a series though like a, a streaming series they could do it no i think that's a terrible idea because they're no it, because it they would have to, to if you if ever made a doom movie it need to be like 90 minutes in and out simple plot have yes. simple backstory for a character that you can root for that may or may not survive at the end all right so i'm gonna i, I pulled up a list on imdb of the 65 video game movies so we're gonna go through these real quick they only made, they only, they only made 65 well, I found a list of 46. You did better than I did. Uh, okay. Resident Evil Retribution. I don't remember which one of the series that was. Like, I don't know that? either. Is this supposed to be the best or the worst? It's by... Or best of the worst. I'd say, I don't know. Uh, the Metascore. So the, the, list that, the, le- the list that I'm looking at, uh, they have Resident Evil Retribution as their number one, which is yeah. stupid because I think I saw... No, I didn't see that one. I think I saw the one before it. Uh, Silent Hill Revelation. I like oh, the first Silent means, Hill. The first Silent Hill was pretty good, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I thought it was pretty good. It had Sean Bean in it. Um, so did it. Yeah, within three. And it, and it got the it got the tone of the game pretty pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty um, creepy. I feel like as far as video game movies go, Silent Hill is one of the best. Absolutely, I agree. Uh, um, now the sequel that you were just referring to, on the other hand, is not. <laughs> I don't remember the at all. Um, it's, the second one is uh, Silent Hill in like a fucking carnival. Oh really? I don't. I never saw that. Uh, yeah, it's it's essentially so like there's some cool monster design in it. Like some some uh, char- character designer had a fun time 
Um, and the whole movie exists for that purpose is that there's a handful of really fun monsters, but the rest of it is complete garbage. Mm. Um, so not, and not even all of the monsters are that great, but, so um, what, what would y'all say is some of y'all favorite video game movies? Hold on. We're going to go down the list and oh, okay. be here. Uh, we don't have to talk about every single one, but if we want to stop and go, Hey, let's mention that rather than evil afterlife, um, Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time. That's, oh, that's a terrible movie. That is not a terrible movie. <laughs> it has made no sense as far as the game goes. Well, I never saw that one. That was the one that like came out in the wake of Pirates of the Caribbean, right? Yeah, in the- yeah Jerry okay. Bruckheimer. I can do no wrong, Jerry Bruckheimer. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, Jake Gyllenhaal cast it as a Persian person. That makes a lot of sense. Problematic. It's called whitewashing. <laughs> uh, Tekken. I don't even remember them making a Tekken. Movie. I I was on here too. I was going to ask if you guys remember them making oh. a Tekken movie, like a uh, live action Tekken one. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't remember them making a live action The King of Fighters movie either. Was that this one? Was, this must be like one of those like low budget straight to DVD movies. I don't know, man. Uh, Street Fighter: The Legend of Chun Li. That was the last one, I think. That was okay. The only Street Fighter I saw had a uh, fucking Van Damme was it in it. The Raul Julia. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Max Payne with uh, our good buddy Mark Wahlberg. Also I saw that movie. movie. Uh, it's. Uh, not, not I this. remember. It's not. I remember watching it and being like, "Okay, well, that was a movie." <laughs> I, I kept on thinking about like, what did this have to do with Max Payne the game again? That's mm-hmm. all I thought about the whole entire time. Far I think Cry? I probably had that same thought. I mean, come on, Far Cry, Uwe Boll. I mean, that goes like... it's like They made a Far Cry movie? Apparently they did. I never saw it. Yeah, I, I didn't know that either. Wow. Um, Hitman with uh, Timothy Oliphant. I've never actually seen that. It's okay. It's meh. Actually, the, I think the, the biggest problem with that is they want it to be a high-octane action movie, <laughs> and the Hitman games are not high-octane <laughs> action they're like about stealth and being scared about being caught at all yep. times. That's Which, all that game is. I uh, think I actually did see that movie and have not thought about it since. It, they made two of them, so really, yeah, yeah. Oh man, uh, Resident Evil Extinction. I, see, I, I, I get lost. They needed to put the the numbers in the titles. Resident Evil Four Extinction. I mean, I don't even remember Extinction. Obviously, it's the last one. They oh. all got extinct. Postal, which I've never seen. Postal is Postal a video game? I mean, I have seen Postal because I just saw the date. It's, it's another UA Bowl. It is, but is it actual game? I just thought it was a UA Bowl movie. No, it's a game. It's the most fucked up game you'll ever play. Oh, okay. Uh, in this, in the name of the King, a Dungeon Siege tale. I don't remember that being bad. I don't know that movie. Oh, maybe that was bad. Yeah. That's another Was movie. that the one with um, uh, Jason Statham? Yup, Jason Statham, okay. Ron Perlman, Ray Liotta. That sounds bad, just with the cast thing right there. DOA, DOA Dead or Alive. See, I didn't know they did a live action of that. Is there a, a volleyball game? No, that's, there's a volleyball game. There is a DOA volleyball game, yes, but I don't think they based the movie on it. Oh, okay. That might be the direct to home video, adult video version. Mm. 
Um, Silent I'm, Hill, yeah, we've discussed that. That was actually really good. I forgot uh, Lori Holden was in that movie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Plays the motorcycle cop. Yeah. Uh, yeah she, she gets fucked up. We got Blood Rain, another Uwe Boll masterpiece. Uh, Alone in the Dark, another Uwe Boll masterpiece. Doom, um, Rather Evil Apocalypse, Lara Croft, Tomb Raider, Cradle of Life. That was a sequel to the original one, right? Yeah, with yeah. Angelina Jolie. Mm-hmm. Uh, House of the Dead, another Uwe Boll joint. I saw that, saw that movie. It was terrible. I like Typing of the Dead. That's one of my favorite games. Have you ever... Uh... God, what is it called? God damn it. I, I have had a brain fart. Uh, Island of Dr. Monroe. You ever seen that movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's essentially the exact same plot, but with zombies. Yeah. Okay. It's and it's terrible. Um, then we got Resident Evil. We have Lara Croft Tomb Raider. Wing Commander. Uh, 1999. Man. Wing Commander? Wing Commander. Yeah. I don't know that game. Who wasn't, who wasn't waiting for they were. Game? They were kind of a big deal in the 90s. Yep. They were they were PC games primarily. Oh. Uh. Uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. That's the the really bad sequel. <laughs> the Mortal Kombat original movie. I mean, they weren't the best, but they were still fun back in the day. Well, that soundtrack did all the heavy lifting for that. Yeah, movie. it did. <laughs> uh, yes, that's true. And uh, what's his face with the four arms? He looked fucking Goro. cool. Yeah, he, the animatronic Goro looked cool. The uh, the Amazing Street Fighter movie from 1994. Yeah. I have actually never seen that one. Oh my god. That's another movie we should just do a group watch you with. Should. Uh Ming Na Wen and like Chun Li. Ming Na Wen is not that? Yeah, Ming Na Wen is Chun Li. Wow, I don't remember that at all. It was Raul Julia's last uh, performance. You could see how he, how sick he was in that movie. Did he did he pass during production of that? I feel like he did. Right after. Like right after. Okay. Um, okay, Double Dragon, the original Double Dragon. I, uh, it's been a long time since I've seen Double Dragon, but I remember loving that movie as a kid. It has the uh, the Judd or whatever the guy from Iron Chef. Oh, I know who you're talking about. I forget his name right now. Uh, Super Mario Brothers. Super Mario Bros. 1993. That, that is that's also... A, that's a hidden, like, a guilty pleasure of mine. Is it really? That's the, that's the <laughs> first... That's the first video game movie that I can think of. Yes, yeah. um, like, and I, I kind of felt the same way. Like, came out when I was a kid, went and watched it because it was a Mario movie, and I was like, "This movie doesn't make any sense, and is not a Mario movie, but it's fun anyway." Um, I, in, it, in my head, canon, it takes place in the same universe as Ninja Turtles, and it totally makes sense. I'm with you. All right, cool. <laughs> there was one recently one uh, that came out that actually uh, did a good job of making a video game movie, and that's Sonic the Hedgehog. You know, that wasn't bad. I actually really enjoyed that. They, even, even though a, a hedgehog who's faster than whatever rides in a car for 90% of the movie. <laughs> that's why he can run so fast, because he like saves his energy. Yeah, I guess so. Also, Jim Carrey really like you know sells it as a oh my god what's his face yeah. egghead Doctor Robotnik yeah, yeah. yeah. out next month or something yeah and, and they already like 
not only that sequel came out, they already greenlit a third movie and a uh, TV show for Knuckles. God damn. Yeah. They're going full on uh, Sonic Warfare. That's what they're doing. The other ones on here are are sort of um, uh, like direct to home video uh, animated movies, but uh, there was another Hitman movie. You're right, with different people in it. Yeah, but the Assassin's Creed movie. I never, I never watched that. Which one? Yeah, there, there was, was more than one. Oh, I thought they made more than one. I know they made one with Michael Fassbender. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah, it wasn't good. It was very, very bad. So, okay, so we've gone down the list, and many, how <laughs> many of them were bad? <laughs> it was like maybe one or two. Some two of like it's like more. less than five percent is what we're we're having here. Yeah. So my my original statement that I, my expectations for video game movies are always low because they're almost universally bad has borne out by <laughs> by our. Uh, um, impartial research that we just did. <laughs> yep. but, but with that being said, what do we think video game movies in the future can do to be better? Like comic book movies obviously made a shift. Uh, you know what they need to do? Hire John Favreau. <laughs> <laughs> That's it right there. Hire John Favreau. I mean, I in a way, the Mandalorian kind of plays out like a video game, anyway. So no, I'm talking about like I'm talking about Marvel, Iron Man. If it wasn't for John Favreau when he what he laid down there, uh, and and Kevin Feige, you wouldn't have comic book movies to the caliber that we have today. That's true. Um, I mean, you had you know you had Batman, and all those did really really well, but there wasn't an overarching. Uh, storyline with all the characters and uh, I mean but do you think that's necessary for a video game movie no 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 I don't but uh, but you need people to care you need you need these characters to be fantastical but relatable at the same time um, I mean some of the older Marvel movies yeah did a good job some of the Spider-Man movies and definitely some of the DC movies back in the day but it didn't become a huge thing until that first Iron Man. Uh, what about, I don't know, what about when X-Men came out? I thought X-Men was kind of like the big boom for comic book movies for me. I think I think it was, too. Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree on that. But, I mean, it didn't become, it was still a niche uh, geeky thing back in the day. It wasn't, uh, everybody wasn't, going to a Marvel movie. Not everybody in the world was going to the X-Men movies. You know what I mean? Until it sort of turned around around Iron Man. Mm. The Avengers really is what did it. Putting them all together, creating that world, and then letting them all get together. I think that's a movie that really turned the tide. You know? So so I, what I'm thinking I'm gathering here is that they need to make us care about these characters and build towards some large event. <laughs> yes, I mean... We, Bros. The movie. They are making a Super Mario Brothers with uh, Chris Evans oh, or not Chris Evans or uh, right. fucking Galaxy Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy guy. Yeah, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I feel like so so making characters that you care about is yeah. I mean that would certainly help, but that's also part of the problem that they have is because a lot of video games the character that you are playing the game through 
are you? May not have a personality because yeah, they're supposed it, to be you. That's they're supposed to be you. Yeah. You, yeah, you put yourself into them, and so that's that's a challenge that you have trying to turn any of that into a movie. Um, but I think the other thing, though, is I I think a lot of video game movies fuck up because they take a video game uh, as a premise, as a jumping off point, but then they almost always take away a thing that makes the game what it is. Kind of like what they did with Uncharted. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I can see that. I haven't seen the movie, but it feels like none of the spirit from Uncharted is in Uncharted. And so, Carrie, you can speak to this since you saw it. Sure. This... Um, there's an element of the spirit there uh, that I'm really looking forward that was really looking forward to. Um, it just it, something was just off about it, but I still had a great time. It's a good movie to just just to you know turn off your mind and watch some cool shit. But and then again, the there was nothing really majorly over-the-top, really cool action scenes. You know what I mean? Mm. What about the big boat thing that they keep, like, teasing in the movie? Um, that was cool. I mean, that's from the one of the games, too. The giant lifting the boats out of the mountain? No? Not that I remember. Right. Not, not was, the Uncharted okay. game that I remember. Okay, I'm, I'm, I remember the movie now. There was elements of that that were sort of cool. Um... Yeah, I mean, I don't want to spoil too much because I do want you to see it because you, no matter how much crap I'm talking about it, I think you still will have a good time. Yeah, I plan on watching it. I just don't know. I'm, I'm really having a hard time, and mainly this is why I wanted to have this conversation, to curve my already biased mind about <laughs> it. Uh, and I'm having a hard time doing that because I don't think they – have the right writing team. I don't think they have the right directing team. And I don't think I don't they, think have, they the right have the right actor. And I don't think they have the right cast. Yeah, that was where I was going to go. I just don't think they have the right cast members. And really, that's what makes Uncharted, to, for me, work so well is like, I really love those characters when they're together. When I'm playing had, it, it's great. A lot of that had to do with Nolan North, the way he portrayed the character. Mm. And, and Troy Baker as well. Uh, is, is his brother. Well, yeah, he plays his brother, yeah. yeah. I mean, you don't get much better than that, for sure. If they made yeah. the movie 10 years ago, they could have got the, the play. Nathan Fillion. <laughs> Fillion would have been great. He, yeah. he, really, he was a, a supposedly attached at one point. Well, he tried. He tried. They made that short film, and it didn't go anywhere. Yep. But anyway, I don't know if you really came to a real conclusion, so sorry to anybody who's listening. But... Uh, <laughs> What's your hypothesis here? My hypothesis is that like something's eventually got to change. And you brought up a really good point about Halo being a possible good uh, changer, turning of the tide, as you will. Yeah, I hope, like, so. Yeah, I hope me, so too. Let me uh, let me pose it a different way. Do you think that there is a video game or video game franchise that could fairly easily translate into a halfway decent movie? Uh, that hasn't been done that or or one that you would just like to see i i was gonna say uncharted until that movie kind of got made <laughs> uh, but there's gotta be other movies out there that i think that are are just as good like i really liked tomb raider i thought that was good like action adventure games i think translate really well to movies yeah, they do 
Um, I I think they could make uh, is everybody would fucking see it uh more fantasy stuff. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, yeah. Like Elden Ring, I think could be a cool movie. The Witcher is another good example. Yeah. That's based on a, a, a book series and then a video game, right? But they're they're pulling a lot of elements from the game into the show, which I don't. I have never played the games, but a lot of fans that I I know who have played the games do love that aspect in the show. So. I played the uh, Witcher three, which is really cool. Um, I don't. What game series would make a, a good movie though? What about like a game that's so, so popular, like Grand Theft Auto? If they can pull elements from that, could they make it like no? A, I no. don't. I don't think so because no. it, it's so unique to its own story, and part of the fun is playing it how you want to play it. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's exactly See, right. It wouldn't work as a movie. It's the same thing. Why I would say Red Dead Redemption would make a great game or a great movie, but at the same time, it's already the a story. Movie. The story is so good. Yeah. in the game that two, if especially if we're talking about two, yeah, um, uh, if we're talking about Red Dead Two turning that into a movie would be an injustice because right. the story as it's told in the game is fantastic. Are yeah, there, and you'd miss so much info. Yes. Like, having absolutely. To stuff out. Is there anything that they've announced uh, that you're looking forward to that is video game based for me? It's the last of us TV series on HBO. I, I hope they really do adjust I, because I, I love that series i love the game series too but i haven't played the sequel but i do love the game i just wish that they don't do a one they don't pull a walking dead where they kind of give you the same thing but it's a little different yeah i'd rather it be a whole new story with a whole new set of characters set in the universe of last of us sure i would like that too i don't know if we're gonna get that though i don't think so either so Um, that's part of the problem for me but I am excited there, to see it. One way there is uh, there's a there's a Bioshock movie or series in the works, isn't there? Oh, yeah, for Netflix apparently. Okay. We were talking. I was talking about that with Kim recently because she's a huge Bioshock fan. I am and too. I, and I asked her like, how would it work? What they, in, in my opinion, what they need to do? It needs to be a prequel. Um, it needs to be set on the underwater city. I don't even remember the name of it now. Rapture. With, Rapture was Andrew Ryan, but when he was still in power and everybody was living there and the intrigue and something happens and and it sort of leads up to what the video game, the first game turns into, you know what I mean? Mm. So Gore Verbinski was uh, attached to direct at one point in time. Gore Verbinski and then Guillermo del Toro are both attached to direct at one point in time. As we were talking about, there's a lot of uh, anti-religion uh, atheism in that game. I don't know how that would. I don't know how that would uh, roll over to a, a, a movie. You know, what? We'll, we'll yeah, it's Netflix. They don't care, do they? Not really. <laughs> yeah, that's that's cool. All right, uh, I guess let's move on. Um, let's talk oh, about what's t- there's also a Fallout series in the works right now too. Oh yeah, with Walt Goggins. Holy, I forgot yeah. about, that. about yeah. that. So that sort of solidifies my point a little bit more. These are turning into series and not movies. Because I, I feel like I feel like that you could do something cool with Fallout as a series. Uh, you couldn't do it in a movie though. I don't think you could do it in a movie. Mm. 
anything with Walton Goggins is going to be good anyway. So that's true. Well, they're supposedly making uh, Tom Clancy's The Division into a video game or into Damn. a movie. Sorry, and Damn. Minecraft is being made into a movie. Oh yeah, and then Metal Gear Solid, which has been in development for a very long time. You guys ever played the Metal Gear Solid? Metal, Metal played, Gear Solid. Games? I played the. I played the first Metal Gear Solid. I mean, I played the the original Metal Gear it's game. Metal Gear. Yeah, um, I have a copy of that uh, and the sequel to it. And, but then, yeah, I played Metal Gear Solid and like a little bit of Metal Gear Metal Gear Solid Two. Yeah, um, I played the first point. Metal Gear Solid. I don't think I went further than that. Maybe a little too. You're right. Apparently, a Call of Duty movie's in the works now. I, That's what. Why? I don't know. Why? And also a Mass Effect movie is in effect. That's another bad idea. Um, I could do that more of a series. I was just going to say, that's another one that could work maybe maybe as a series, but not as a movie. And apparently they're making uh, Ghost of Tsushima into a movie? Uh, Okay. Yeah, I haven't played that one, but direct, I've seen directed by John of it. The the John Wick director is making oh, it. Really? Yeah. And what I've seen of the game <laughs> that might work, maybe it could. But I mean, there was already a story in the movie. <laughs> I mean, in the game. <laughs> that's the that's the problem that we keep running into, though. It's it's like there's either there's the story in the game is either good enough that a movie would ruin it, or there's not enough story in the game that trying to make it into a story is going to ruin what the video game is about. Yeah, I think what it is, it just takes a really talented scriptwriter to take a story that doesn't have a an existing story to make you care about the character, especially yeah. when the main character is you, and how do you make you care about you? It's hard, right? So. All right, so if you guys are out there listening and you want to chime in and let us know your thoughts and your opinions, uh, you can email us at msrcast at gmail.com. Find us on all of our social medias at Metal Geeks. Let us know uh, what you think would make a good video game movie or series. And let us I'm know curious who- to know who, how, who could let us know how to turn civilization into a really good movie. <laughs> <laughs> I've... I'm uh, or a roller coaster tycoon. I'm about this close to pulling to buying on Humble Bundle. They have a civilization, uh, Sid Meier uh, pack, so you can get like all civilization games, like pirates and all the games. It's like 15 bucks. I'm like, I've, uh, I've done you've never played what uh, part six. I've never played six. I've played up through five, Uh, but I did several years ago. Humble Bundle did another Sid Meier pack. So I have, I have like all that stuff. Yeah. Cool. I, I, I think I'm going to do that one because you get like all the DLC was part six. But anyways, uh, we also want to know what's your favorite video game movie of all time. Angry Birds. They make an Angry Birds movie. They They made two of them. Why? When? I don't know. Because the first one was so good, Carrie. Oh, <laughs> All right, moving on from there. Uh, do you guys have anything that's tickling your geek? Uh, I I do. I'm going to go see Batman this Saturday. And I'm super excited. The Batman. the Batman. Yeah. Robert Pattinson and all his glitter glory. Where are you going to it at? Alamo. Alamo. Yeah. 
So that's what's tickling my geek. I can't be any more excited. I uh, watched all the Christian Bale Batman movies in preparation because Catherine didn't really remember the movies. And I was like, oh, we should definitely rewatch them because, you know, they're not connected at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> right. What about you, Dave? What's that tickling your geek? Shit. Um, I mean, I guess the only thing I really have going on right now is getting ready for Sherwood. So. Yeah. That's kind of I'm I'm excited for that because it'll be nice to make money again. <laughs> uh, money is fun. Money is yeah, good. yeah. So uh, as a as a uh, self-employed artist who relies primarily on public events to sell my artwork, the last couple of years have been rough. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's been tickling my geek? Uh, I want to talk about a couple new metal releases that I've been into. Uh, like we mentioned before, a little bit the new Star One. I am addicted to that album. Hammerfall put a new album out uh, last week. Um, the new Scorpion album is is '80s goodness. I really like that album a lot. I didn't even Scorpions, know Scorpions, huh? Yeah, and there's this really great band uh, it comes out this Friday. I've had the promo for a while. They're called Hass H A T H, and it's some of the best progressive death black metal i've heard in a long time Neat. it's it's such a great album um what else is what's been uh the new soliloquium is really good um i think that's about it um yeah i mean i've been just trying to get into some new releases and stuff and trying to figure out what i've been into the new morphus let's talk about that still haven't received my my deluxe version apparently it's shipping now uh march 11th through amazon which is where i ordered it but apparently i pre-ordered the the hammerfall vinyl on amazon pre-ordered for release date and now they don't even know when they're going to get it in and release date was like last week raise a little hell like what the hell man why pre-order something from you if you're not going to have it that's sort of defeats the purpose of a pre-order right it does yeah and if you go look on the website now, other people are selling it, but not Amazon. Other people through Amazon are selling it for a higher price. I'm like, oh. Mm. But yeah, that's sort of uh, tickling and annoying my geek at the same time. <laughs> tickling and what is, annoying. <laughs> what is vexing your geek? <laughs> it's the other side of the coin. What's the uh, the Family Guy? Uh, What's grinding, grinding, my grinding, gears? Gears. That's grinding my gears? I am. All these companies right now are grinding my gears. That's all I got to say. All right. That, uh, well, I feel like that Amorphous album is maybe the weakest of the last handful. The last three. I, I tend to agree. There's a couple of good songs on it. Uh, I I love Queen of Time. I think that's my favorite Amorphous album. It's probably... Yeah, number it's two very, three. very good. It yeah. does not It does not come anywhere near close to Queen of Time for me. No. Um, even under the red cloud had better is is better. Yeah, but, I think so too. But it's a trilogy, so it, they pulled a Return of the Jedi, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why why I had that comparison, it's, but it was quick at hand. Yeah, Empire is the Empire Strikes Back is Queen of Time. A New Hope is under the red cloud, and the new this, one is. The analogy makes complete sense. I'm totally with you. I feel, it feels like you put thought into this already. I didn't, but 
I, I actually stayed up late last night thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that. It's like that jotting down where, characters. Like this song is for Darth. It's like Vader. that meme where the guy is sleeping or awake, and the girls like lean like in bed with him, going, "He's thinking about other girls," and he's like thinking about something really geeky. Yeah, that was me. Mm-hmm. You were thinking about how you compare Amorphous to Star Wars. Movie. Exactly right. That's what I was doing. All right. Keeps, keeps me up at night. <laughs> we're, we, expect, right. we expect a new Spotify playlist now, Carrie, is what we're saying. Amorphous uh, paired with Star Wars music? Is that what you want? Yes. Okay. Like, this song is for so, this so-and-so in this movie. Okay. We'll, we'll do it. We'll, okay. we'll have to write a Star Wars uh, fanfic about Amorphous. Okay, there you go. I'm, I'm down uh, for that. All right. Well, thanks guys for hanging out with us again tonight. Uh, we already mentioned before, you can find us on social media at Metal Geeks. We're at, at Metal Geek, uh, the MetalGeeks.net. Um, we're on all the social media places, like we just said. You can find us any place where you download your podcast Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Music. Uh, we're at ESONetwork.com. So check out all the cool shows that make up the ESO Network. Uh, and if you want to write to us, um, I'm not going to give you my home address, but you can email us, msrcast at gmail.com. Or and just reach out to us on Facebook. Facebook, we have the, I was about to say, the Facebook, we have the Metal Geek Society. It's growing and growing. We're having a lot of fun there. Uh, where can they find information about you guys? Dave? Um, you can find me at Red Viking Dave on your social media platforms. And for the next two months, you can find me weekends at Sherwood Forest Fair, which is a Renaissance fair that is uh, about 40 miles east of Austin. And it's really cool if you're into that kind of thing. If you like Ren Fairs, it's a really, uh, it's a really cool one. I like it a lot. You got to post us some updates with some of the new stuff that you uh, put up for sale out there. Yeah. Okay. I, I'll, I'll show you my new. My new piece that I just finished there. Oh, well, everyone who can't see this because this is an audio yeah. show, but you'll have to come a, out to the show a, to see it. It's a spooky looking witch. If yep. you're in the, if you're, yeah, if you're near Austin or Houston or San Antonio, come out to Sherwood and, and check them out. Or and, are, are you going to have any of this available for sale on your website, Dave? Uh, eventually, yes. Yeah. And uh, you can find me on all the social medias uh, at George Tripsis. Uh, but more importantly, I know we don't like to get too political in the show, but if you guys can support and want to support uh, the Ukrainian uh, effort, uh, there's a couple of good uh, nonprofits out there that I recommend called the Voices of Children, and then the other one's called Sunflower for Peace. Uh, if you, you know, into supporting uh, their thing going on and what's this crazy world that we have right now, uh, those people can use all the help that they can get. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah, uh, definitely. And check out some, you know, like some bands, Ukrainian bands, even and check them out, find their, you know, find them on Spotify. You see if you like them or not, then go to Bandcamp, support them, maybe buy their digital album. Um, even I had to say, but like Russian artists too are the people <laughs> People forget about the people in Russia that are artists and musicians that are affected by everything going on. So, I, it, like governments and the people that they supposedly govern uh, are not the same thing. Exactly. Right. So, the people in the governing body are two different people. Exactly right. So, um, 
support there too, man, if you can. Uh, like I said, we talked about earlier, I'm working on uh, some on the next MSR cast episode. We are going to feature some Ukrainian bands just to, to show a little support and, and put a little bit more out there. So check that out soon. And um, thank you guys again. As always, we have one last thing we have to say. Keep it metal. And keep, keep it, it gamey. Click I was going to say keep it gamey. Oh. But keep it gamey is too. That sounds like 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 we're eating the video game movies that taste bad they're a little gamey they're a little gamey gamey right now they just need to be cooked a little longer we post some butter a little bit more they need more seasoning that's for sure (laughs) but there's one last thing you haven't said George and I've been waiting for it Uh, keep it geeky no oh no and keep it ballsy there we go thank you guys Hey, Geekazoids. Thanks for listening to another fine podcast brought to you by MSR Productions. All rights reserved, blah, 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 blah. For reviews, archives of our podcasts, and all your other metal geekery needs, please visit metalgeeks.net. Keep it geeky. Keep it metal. So how do we describe this show? Like, what's really going to grab people's attention and make them tune in? Nerdgasm for your eargasm? What? The spice must flow to be in the know. Um. Don't be a willow. Grab your pillow. But that one doesn't even make sense. All right, stop. Snag a seat and listen. The nerds are back with a brand new edition. No. Uh, okay, then. The Blurred Nerds Podcast. France raves, reviews, recaps, and other bits of random fandom. Well, see, that's perfect. You should have just led with that one. Resistance is futile. Listen to the Blurred Nerds podcast right meow. Fine, make it so. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the T Public store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.